Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of the Rafu Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Aravimita ben Shoshana, Leimincha Baskito, Dalit Bas Shoshana, and Shaul ben Brita. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yerachmin Daniel ben Gedalia. May the soul be uplifted and may the memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Shriftim, all the same. Our Parsha outlines the leadership structure for the Jewish people. We begin with the commandment to appoint judges and law officers to maintain peace and order in each city. Moshe then details specific laws for judges against corruption and the perversion of justice. Moshe continues and gives over-regulations for kings, such as not having many wives or acquiring excessive wealth. He relates why Kohanim, why priests, why the entire tribe of Levi will not inherit any portion in Israel, for God is their inheritance. And although they were scheduled by family to work in the Basin Middash and in the Mishkan, a Kohen always has the right to offer his sacrifices personally. Moshe then explains the rules and regulations against going and listening to sorcery and witchcraft. He describes how to differentiate between a genuine and false prophet and punishing those who falsely claim that God spoke to them. However, a question comes to mind. Following the rules and regulation for kings, Moshe repeats the fact that the tribe of Levi will have no peace of Israel. Instead, they will sustain themselves with the sacrifices and the tithing that are due to the tribe of Levi. The Pasuk writes, The Levite priests and the entire tribe of Levi shall have no territorial portion of Israel. Instead, they shall live off and eat God's fire offering. Why does Moshe reiterate that his tribe, Levi, will not inherit the land after discussing the rules and regulation for Jewish kings? What is the connection between the kingship and the priesthood? The Chizkuni Rav Chizkiah a French rabbi from the 13th century, gives a simple explanation. He writes that these two seemingly unrelated topics are actually deeply connected. He writes that the primary purpose of a Jewish king is to look after the physical well-being of the nation, to lead the Jewish army in battle and destroy our enemies. And therefore, Moshe continues with laws about the tribe of Levi who are meant to look after the spiritual welfare of the Jewish people. They are specifically tasked with representing the Jewish nation before God because they are chosen to serve in the Bismillah on behalf of the entire nation of Israel. However, the Orachim HaKadosh, Rav Chaim Ibn Attar, gives us a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that Moshe chose to reiterate these two topics in succession to teach us that the king is no greater than the rest of the nation. Although he may occupy one of the most influential leadership positions, he must still give Miser, he must still tithe and give part of his sacrifices to the tribe of Levi. The Orach HaMakadosh explains that Moshe knew that the power the king may yield can be very intoxicating and give him delusions about his purpose. He may think that he has total control over the Jewish people when he in fact has very little. The king has no legislative powers and can make no rules or regulations as other kings do. He needs to listen to and obey God's prophets to understand what is truly required of him. He must realize that being king means he is responsible for the welfare and the protection of God's chosen people. 
The Yorachayim HaKadosh's powerful lesson is ever more relevant as we enter and begin the month of Elul and prepare for the high holidays. Elul is a time for introspection and repentance for the past year. And the first step of self-reflection is realizing that each of us have a unique connection to our Creator, to our Father in Heaven. And this means we must not judge ourselves by the standards of others, but by Torah principles. And nor should we be sad and depressed from our mistakes, but rather seek inspiration to change direction and maintain that path. In our daily life, it is imperative that we realize that each of us is on a unique journey with the same purpose, to reveal God's oneness in this very physical world. And this means that every person has a singular mission that they must fulfill before we can all be redeemed. No job is too small, no path too inconsequential, and most importantly, no soul is non-essential in the eyes of our Creator. There's a powerful quote from the Baal Shem Tov, the master of Ghanim, the founder of the Hasidic movement. Whenever feeling sad, each person should remember that for my sake, the entire world was created. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.